Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Now on Giddy Up, it's time for Turn of Foot with Nick Foot and Hugh Fitzpatrick. Let's welcome in the team. Hello to you, Nicholas Foot. Hello, Gareth. Good to be here, mate. Happy Wednesday. And I also forgot Matty Walsh might join us a little later on, around 9.30 this morning, to discuss these changes for the Melbourne Spring Carnival of messages coming through then. So that is exciting. As I say hello to you, Huey Fitzpatrick. And you can actually talk on this show, Huey. Gareth Hall, Nicholas Foot. Oh, Pleasure to be here. Now, what caught my eye, I'll kick it all off. And if you're unaware of Huey Fitzpatrick's work, it's understandable because he's a rising star. Um, but he's just finding his feet in this media landscape. Anyway, he wanted to get with tags on Saturday and he wants to be a host, my old mate Huey. So he's sitting there and I thought, oh, this would be interesting. He's got a beanie on, the country racing Victoria beanie on a 40-degree day. I thought, that's a bit weird to start with. Um, and then he just doesn't talk. So David Taggart mumbles his way through it. But an entertaining David Taggart, mind you, to get through what's happening on SEN track. He's tips. He's trying to explain his Canadian bets. And Huey doesn't say anything. I showed my beautiful fiancé, fiancé Dana, and she was like, who is this kid? <laughs> but we found it funny and funnier as the video went on. I and it was genius in the end because it got about fifteen thousand TikTok views. I think he's I think he's clocked the digital side of things because everyone hung on and continued to watch, thinking, "What's this guy got to say?" Yeah. But it just turned into one of those Auskick interviews where the kid was sitting there and was Correct. too shy to say anything for the entire time. But uh, next week, Huey, I reckon we'll we'll get something out of you. And then halfway through the interview, I like the the. the presentation of the great David Taggart, who sounded like Ray Martin, the way he was looking down the barrel. Um, I thought he's going to say something here, isn't he, Huey? And then these awkward facial expressions appear from, from nowhere. Yeah. I just got, I just caught the SEN track. Let's go at the end. That's all. That's all I got out of that. And, and, I, and I rang Nick Foot and Nick goes, Gareth, are you okay? And I, I said, mate, I've never been so heartbroken. He goes, what do you mean? I said, you know, we've taken Huey under our uh, mm. un, under our wings and we're trying to teach him and mould him into a star. And this is his opportunity on a Saturday. And he just, he's just said nothing. And I think, what have we done wrong? It was like our son went to play Auskick and never, like, just <laughs> ran off the field and wasn't interested. Huey, any... Um, have I got a right of reply? Any, yeah, you got a rebuttal here or something? Now, firstly, Friday night got a bit carried away, so I was a bit under the weather. That's my first. So you were affected. Oh, well, so I you... wasn't, you know, quick, sharp thinking. Yeah. Secondly, tags. If you ever interrupt tags, you are copying an absolute. No, but you're the host. He's not the host. Tags. You introduce him. <laughs> Ta tags. Tags runs his own show. I thought we'll start the interview. I thought we'll set up the day. Tags. I'll go. Huge Arvo coming up. Tags. What do you got for us? And he goes. Yep. No worries. Before the interview goes, why the hell are you actually in here? And then, and then <laughs> video video goes on and bang tags takes it away. But yep. Anyway, right, blew up TikTok, so that's good. Nice little drive-by. He's clocked it, Gareth. I'm telling you, he know he, these young guys know TikTok better than us. My mail is that he met a lovely girl at the Emerald on Friday night, and he said he was on TV. And he just wanted to say, well, see, follow us on TikTok. That's why. 
But he didn't realise that he's made a complete dick of himself and it was um, <laughs> it did the opposite that he was trying to um, he was trying to achieve. But anyway, Huey, I thought no, nah, it's all good. Yeah, you, you were very good. Anyway, <laughs> um, what caught my eye was the announcement just after six o'clock from Racing Victoria. Mm. So they're not changing the Cox Plate. The Cox Plate was meant to be towards the back end of November. I just want to clear this up with Matty Walsh when he has a chat to us. They're moving the thousand guineas and the Sir Rupert Clark, I think it is. Um, yeah, correct. Yep, the Sir Rupert Clark to the Saturday after the Champion Stakes Day, and then, as expected, Manicato, the Manicato Sprint Race is on the same day as the Cox Plate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they're just testing the waters basically. And I know that Racing Victoria, Matty Wallace and Andrew Jones, the new CEO, want to move the Cox Plate. And if this is successful, this will give them a better argument to go and try and persuade a club like Mooney Valley to move the Cox Plate for you. Yeah. Was this the plan the entire time? Always ask for a little bit more than what you want. Correct. Then, you know, then when it, then when it finally happens, the idea has been socialized, it's accepted publicly and there it is. Um, look, I'll be interested to see how that plays out and how well it is received come, come springtime. I'm, I'm, I think, I think it's great. I, I love change. I love movement and, uh, you know, there's no point sitting on our hands expecting, uh, the same results every year. And yeah. so I, I'm really happy with that move G man. And, uh, yeah, can't wait to see how that unfolds in the spring. I think the best news out of all of this is they've got a $1 million country cups final over the 2000 meters. So that'll bring together the best performers from Victoria's 55 country cups. So it's, they've stole the idea basically from Bondi, but if it's a good idea, why not steal the idea? Um, further details regarding the series name, conditions, and point system will be announced over the coming weeks. So, and they've got the Sapphire Stakes also moved to that that Saturday after Stakes Day. So that's a ripping day of racing. Yeah, that's a corker. Um, yep. Yeah, I love I love that movement with the country uh, the country stuff because New South Wales do that really really well, don't they, with all their Correct. country stuff? So uh, it's good to see them making some changes and adding some additional prize money too. O four double nine seven three six seven three six. Let us know what you think of these changes there from Racing Victoria for the Spring Carnival. And here we we've got some terrific prizes to give away today. Hundred percent. We've got fair for you. We've already got our Brick Lane fifty dollars for yep. a voucher, but also our favourite pub in Melbourne, the Emerald Hotel, have got an absolute beauty giveaway. So Blue Diamond Stakes is Saturday, and the Emerald Hotel are giving two tickets away, two members tickets. So okay. You, yeah. Pick up from the Emerald Hotel at 9.45. We'll put a link all on our socials now. But two tickets, bus into the races, drinks there, bus back to the Emerald and a cocktail. And apparently Gareth Hall is going to be at the Emerald on Saturday night turning it on so you can meet the great man there as well. So we'll put those prizes up on our socials right now. We're going to give a little question away. How do they win it? That's, okay. That's Are you thinking of that? 100%. Well, I've got to go to the Goldsman and the Emerald on Saturday night. Two great sponsors of Giddy Up. Well, Gareth, you 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 are a man about town. And if you don't mind, I might take the reins on what caught my eye yes. this week because this rolls in perfectly. And I I was privileged enough to be invo- invited to a, uh, a racing function, let's call it, uh, on Thursday night at, at QT at the rooftop. And I walked in and I saw a really well manicured G Hall standing there, short back and sides, and I put the hand out and I waved to him. You know what he did, Huey? He looked straight through me like I didn't exist. And before I knew it, Gareth Hall had left the function. Yeah. Didn't even didn't even say good day. It looks like our relationship is just 
purely in this room at turn of foot. That well, I honestly didn't see you. And I can't, how, I I'm not know. very recognisable. I no, mean, I was with the, guy, the big, slick back hair and the, the with tattoos. That, and... With that big buffoon that you got, I don't know how I didn't miss you. <laughs> Shit, that's so, I honestly didn't see you. Um, I saw Sultan. I, I, I was there with him. Were you? Yep. Next door? Were you sitting next, standing was, next to I him? I was with him, so. No, you mustn't have been there. when Because I, I had to go. I had to go to a, another function, but. No, it was a great night there. Functions Hall. Yeah. Um, so that was the first thing that caught my eye yep. and didn't catch your eye clearly, Gareth. Yep. Uh, the second thing is now, I absolutely love this. Our, our mate, Miles Fitzner, captain of Weekend Hustlers in the uh, Autumn Futures Challenge. He's uh, He's been popping up tweets on, on Monday nights and... His latest one here, Monday night, 90s movie time. And what he yep. does, I don't know if you blokes have seen it, he puts up a he puts up a still clip of a particular movie and people have to guess what the movie is. It's a great game. I'm into it. Correct. And I don't mind playing this because I'm, I am I don't mind a 90s flick. All right. No. So he puts up here, though, first correct guess gets a day's set and and or a form chat. Go. So I, I want <laughs> So he's Go. giving away a form chat. To yes. guess a nineties movie. Now I wanted to play the nineties movie game. The last thing I want is a form chat with Miles Fitzner. Why? He's, so, he's on fire at the moment, Milo. He tipped the house down on SEN track on just Saturday. Just ask him. But I, <laughs> but you, you can't talk. You guys are two units. You carry on more than anyone. We've been. I think someone's called us the most modest two form analysts oh, in the game. I, got, <laughs> I saw some footage of Sultan dancing, dancing like a um, pork chop there at Mooney Valley after he tipped a winner. Can I just have one guess though? I just wanted to say it was Under Siege with Steven Seagal, and I couldn't say that because I was at risk of winning a form chat with Miles. I wish I played that game because I would have loved that form chat with Miles. No, I love, I love you, Miles. He's doing great, the, the skipper of the weekend hustlers, but uh, yep. something that caught my eye nonetheless. Beautiful. Now, um, anything else? Yeah, tell what caught my eye. On Saturday on the punt, I yep. had a little multi and my last leg was half cabin. Yeah, Arguably the best three-yard in the country and it didn't get the greatest steer, so I was keen to hear what Timmy Clark said post-race and I've got some audio. Yeah, he had to do a bit of work at early stages. He couldn't get a spot anywhere and had to roll up outside the leader. And by that point in the race, he'd done a fair bit of work. Just probably left him a little bit uh, vulnerable late. He left him a little bit vulnerable late. Timmy, you, you had the, you're on the best horse, best three on the country. You put it three wide. You finally get to the lead. Any danger, you just go back. Whip around them at the bend. Oh, here we go. Win by two legs. You know like, what? I left it a little vulnerable. <laughs> really? like, there's nothing, there's nothing better fuck. than a little bit of Wednesday morning pocket talk, is there? Correct. Is there, Gareth? I mean, let's let's See break him. let's break this down, Huey, from a from a form perspective. So you've got half cabin, who you've mentioned is arguably the best three year old in the country. Drawn barrier eleven, new jockey and Tim Clark on with J Mac in Melbourne. Now, it's not his grand final. We know the Randwick Guineas is going to be the grand final. What did you want him to do? Did you want him to just use him up and go for home and use it all up now, mate, and just mm. perhaps bust his gut for the preparation? What did you want at $1.50? That's what he did. I just wanted to jump, pull back, sit second last, and then just whip around them and just brain them like we know he can. Just because Johnny O'Neill and Wayne Hawks were and now, critical of Timmy Clark, you don't was, have to follow suit. I wasn't even listening to the What about the pattern at Rose Hill where it was just on, on pace anyway. all day as well? We got, you know, just expect him to overcome the pattern as well, Huey. They've gone from I, not, think he's, I think he's been a bit harsh here, Gareth. Oh, I don't think it was one of Timmy Clark's greatest rides, but you've got a lot of cheek, haven't you? To really <laughs> he's a great, you got the tongue tie and everything ready to go today. You've taken it off and now you just, be, I like it. I, that's what I wanted from you. A bit you of damned if opinion. you do and you're damned if you don't in this industry. <laughs> you've copped it for eight minutes for not saying a thing. Yes. And now you've finally 
plucked up the courage to say something. I plucked been... up. That's a very dangerous <laughs> word to say on radio. Sorry. I, I actually like it, Huey. In fact, I, um, I'm proud of you then. So you weren't happy with Timmy Clark. Thank you, son. No, I'm not happy. I don't think he'll be riding next start. No, no. Yeah, he's... James, get back correct. on. Anything so, else? Nah. Anything up your sleeve? Stephen A. Smith? <laughs> Cane Corns of SCN yeah. Track. All right, then we'll take a quick break. <laughs> On the other side of it, we'll analyse our Futures Cup teams and see how we're going at the moment. And um, you can let us know which team that you would um, want to be on uh, one week into our challenge. Welcome back to Turn of Foot on Giddy Up on this Wednesday morning. It's 8.21 in the East, 7.21 in Queensland, 5.21 in Perth. Now... We'll start off with you, Huey Fitzpatrick. Can you go through the market moves and um, the bets that we had last week and um, the bets that you think are working and the bets that you think that might be in a little bit of trouble from our Futures Cup um, last Wednesday? 100%. We'll start with footy, Team Mystic Journey. So it was a big weekend. A lot of movers and shakers this weekend. So I wish I win, I feel like, was your biggest mover for Team Mystic Journey. So you got that in the new market. Old Kath tipped that one. So you tipped it at 12 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's into four bucks. It was huge on Saturday. That is Black, a good move. Black I Cameo wish I win. Easily the most talked about horse that didn't win coming out of the weekend, you would yeah. think. 100%. Also, Steel City, you've got that in the blue diamond. It's just drawn perfectly in five. So that's the now favourite. So you're sitting pretty cushioned. Everyone there, has brother. Steel City, though. So that can't. Steel well, not City. Not everyone backed it. Is That's another thing as well. We gotcha. Did. On the staking plan. We did. Mm-hmm. The Hines. The Hines. <laughs> oh. Is the Hines. We'll get to that soon. Now, we'll turn to Seam Saintly. So you had a, just a massive weekend, G Hall. Cylinder, 57s into $9. It was 65. Well, my bet slip says 57. Yours must well, you say must 65. Been, you must have been too slow getting on. Mine, mine anyway. says 61 for what it's worth. <laughs> We've got, all got different prices. That's into <laughs> $9 for the slipper, which is huge. 67 cylinder. Boom. Well, that's massive. It hasn't won yet, but... If can I just that, say, the... So we're on a, for the uh, Giddy Up listeners out there, we've got a bit of a group chat going with the team captains and whatnot. And the overreaction, now terrific win cylinder into the Golden Slipper, what, fifth fifth line of betting, Huey? Yep. The overreaction from the team over, from the team over there at Saintly is just outrageous. It's like they've already won the competition. Well, you, you cannot eat your overs, Gareth. Like, it's a great mail, great insight yep. that it's gone from 61 to that, but it's nothing that's until why, it until it salutes. That's why friend. you bet with Bet365 because we have got the opportunity to cash out if we want. And the other aspect about all this, a little later on, we've we can ca- cash we've out. We've got a cash out option now. To, well, you can if this, you want. That's, that's why you bet with Bet365, the world's favourite online betting company. This Gamble comp- responsibly, one 858 But it's like, so you're telling you're telling me when the Western Bulldogs went on that run and they were celebrating their victory against the West Coast Eagles um, at Subiaco that night um, when they defeated the Eagles on the road and they celebrated that victory and then they went on and defeated, was it the Melbourne Football Club or no, the Hawthorne Football Club? And then they went on to defeat the Giants and then they went on to defeat Sydney for the Holy Grail. That's how we're treating Cylinder. We need us we were playing knockout football. It was a massive risk what we did with Cylinder on the weekend. If he doesn't win that silver slipper, there's a strong possibility that he doesn't make it into that big dance. So our ticket's still alive and it was a brave bet, Footy. I tell you didn't have a pep in their step after the weekend. Well, you've got to go throughout. Is Team it? Weekend Hustler. Yeah, well. <laughs> they had a mare on the weekend. so It's embarrassing. That's just This is Miles' team, obviously. So I'm looking at Miles' bet. He's had a big crack at half cabin in the round with guineas. Like, 
It's like Still $2 goes, out to four fifty now. That's one of the great drifts. Yep. And he's also had a crack. He's also had nature strip in the TJ. Yeah, and that like, was, is uh, that is that going to run again? Like, that, what's the mm, go there? Yeah, definitely is running again, and it can win if it gets a rain effect to track. And I'm not ruling out the champ because you can never rule out the champ. But two of the greatest ever, like you know, um, head wobblers, and I love them both dearly. And Miles and Jacko have basically stuffed up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what I will say though is, you've got. Half cabin. You're talking about half cabin like, oh, you know, just because of this run on the weekend, gone, oh, out to four bucks, you know, gone. That's a good price. Still, still $4 for the Randwick Guineas, and you're carrying on like Cylinders home in the Golden Slipper, who's what, 10 to 1? I mean, come on, Gareth. Seriously. No, I'm not. I'm just saying that, like, if you, if you, like, the value that you didn't get any value for half cabin last week, but you definitely got value for Cylinder. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I do. But we're tipping on a points-based system. So when, you, when you've when you tipped half cabin for the guineas and you're getting awarded points per win as a pro, as opposed to yep. SP or futures wages, it's irrelevant. I got a message from the driver the other day. He said, stick solid with half cabin. When the market forgets, don't you forget. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The driver. No, no, it's like, <laughs> stick with... This is exactly what the message read. Stick solid with half cabin. When the market forgets... Don't you forget, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, and then underneath it, driver. Your your pronunciation has been outstanding this week, Gareth, because you've got an explanation mark there as as an example. And I think there might have been an Anthony and Sam Friedman runner that you might have just butchered a little bit. We might have some audio here. here we go. Um, Is that elliptical? 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 (laughs) (laughs) It was bad. Anthony Friedman. I'll rephrase that. You're starting to build up somewhat of a Billy Brownless profile here. With <laughs> well, you got to be who you are, really. I love it. Yep. T-t-t-t, Junior. That's, what, that's actually the best bit about you. Well, at least we can understand. 100%. Now, there's a question coming here, G, from Daryl from Dingley. Have we got any update on who we're going to have for the Quokka? Because I've taken Terry Layton's selection with Team Weekend Hustler, and Bala Nipatina looks a good chance. Any yeah. update on your team and the Quokka? Well, I'm just a little concerned Johnny O'Neill's gone quiet with this regarding Cool and Gatter. So we're trying to get Cool and Gatter. Um, for our slot for, for the quokka, but I think sports better hanging around, um, which is a little concern and they might, they might be able to deliver a better deal than what we can do here at SEN. So there's a few people that I've got on my hit list. I made a few calls there the other day. Um, do you have any options or any ideas, our listeners out there? Oh, four, double nine, seven, three, six, seven, seven, three, six. I was thinking maybe a horse like King of Sparta. In mm. the Congo, um, we think my bold boy's got one one good run left in him. Who? Up there. My bold boy Who's for he? Mitch, Mitch Beer. He's a he's a good he's a good fifty eighter from Aubrey. Oh, okay. we, we might be able to squeeze him into your camp. Yeah, we could actually. Who owns him? Um, Sounding like two units. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Yeah, yeah. We, the deer would have to be ninety ten in favour of us. In fact, you'd have to pay your own way. I'd, I'd probably take yeah. that still. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so it's interesting, the quokka, because it's sort of like you have to, like, to make your run, do you make it, like, there's a lot of these, the owners of these quality horses that probably want to get to the TJ Smith, a lot of these bulls that want to win a group one before they go to a slot race, and then there's the Queensland Carnival that they're weighing up as well. So the prize money's excellent at the quokka, and then you've got to try and work out a deal that suits both parties. So 
Who have um, we got confirmed in the quokka at the moment? Kiss on all four cheeks. Which is our tip over Britt yep. Brit Taylor's tip for uh, Amelia's Jewel. Amelia's Jewel. Yep. Bella. Bella Nipotina. Bella okay. Nipotina. So she's got the slot. They're the she only three huge. horses. She was huge in the Lightning. And that was on a good three. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. So, Bella Nipotina, that was Terry Layton's top selection. Mm. Cool and Gatter with some markets is the equal favourite. I'm looking at the market now. Amelia's Jules, $4 favourite. Bella Nipotina, four sixty. Cool and Gatter, fives. I wish I win five. Kissing all four cheeks, $8. She's going to the other Ascot, isn't she? The, the royal one. Correct. So is that confirmed. Are they getting, are those futures markets getting their Ascots confused or? Well, there's still a chance that she could do she both. Could do both, yeah. Um, so at the halfway mark, who do you think is leading the, the way with the Futures Cup? I think at the moment it'd have to be Saintly, wouldn't it? Saintly and, and, and I'm Mystic Journey Mystic would be Journey. head for head. Well, Mystic Journey were in front from the get-go because we selected the, the, we have the best team and we selected the best horses and the best Futures. You're okay. hanging, you're hanging your hat solely on the fact that the driver's given your cylinder. So you're getting all caught up in that. And if cylinder doesn't come no. through for you, then you're just back in the ruck with I think, miles. I think we've got we've got cylinder. I think that sharp and smart will be hard to beat in the derby. Mm. I've got a lot of time for a horse by the name of Animo, who should be hard to beat in the Ramford. Mm-hmm. Um, who did I select once again? It was in the Doncaster Fan, fangirl. She's mm. a big chance in the Doncaster. You've back, you've back ended yours a little bit too. Steel City you, will be hard to beat. And uh, our double point horse is Animo in the Animo, Ramford, I think. Yeah. yeah, a lot of fun anyway. And I think any to be to be brutally honest, if you did follow in some of the the tips there yesterday with the future markets, mm. that you would have you would have found plenty of value. Now, as you pointed out, there's no point backing horses at a good price if they lose. We learnt that with Cadolphins runners throughout the. Um, WA Carnival, when we're all over Cascadian at $15, we mm. bet three six five. he started $3. We're all over Valana at $15 or $21 when he started $4.50 in the gold rush. Um, and they both didn't look like winning mm. at any stage of that race. So it's, what's the point? It's a tough, it is a yeah. tough caper. It's a lot of fun. Can we, we did, there's something we didn't get the old uh, truck and reverse over yet. And this was the, some of the, probably the worst radio I've ever listened to, which was you and uh, your skipper, David Taggart, coming back on air two hours post, two hours post announcement in terms of how we're playing this and re-announced how you're going to um, outlay your staking plan for the tournament. So you had this $5 Heinz, which was (laughs) resulted in David Taggart throwing his shirt in your face. And then two hours later, you come back on air and had this whole new plan mapped out. Do you want to talk to us while you got the opportunity? Have you to got go audio of that? that? I don't think I do have any audio of no. that. No, I no, thought you good. did your research and good preparation. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not um, on the buttons. <laughs> I think we did it because we had a couple of like tags hooked it up. You like, t- no, tags didn't say, like he did. He did cry a little bit, but <laughs> um, Huey and Huey and Footy carried on like two child, two teenage boys. Um, at the at their local high school that didn't get their own way, so it Miles, does. You mean? Yeah, Miles and Huey. I mean, not Huey and Footy. He was the one that played a little bit of um, <laughs> Sookie Sookie La La on social media. Unlike Footy, yeah. Um, 
So I don't care what we do. We can do the Heinz bet or we could do what that staking plan was when we went into that studio on that that Wednesday afternoon. It's really up to you. I just want to ensure that you can sleep well of a night, night, whichever whichever way you go. I think we go the Heinz. Why not the Heinz? Because it's hilarious. Yes. Because wouldn't it be great (laughs) if we pulled off a Heinz bet? It would be. It would be be in our face. I would say that, but it just won't happen. Could. Do you know Cylinder's the second highest rating two-year-old of the year? There you go. Yep. We'll take a break. <laughs> this is Turn of Foot with Giddy Up on this Wednesday morning. I think that's what Joe said. He said, if you can do a better job, buy a charlatan how much would and char- take your jockeys out license, you're better than Nash. Yeah, how much would the horse be worth? I don't know. We'll find out in two weeks on English Digital. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a bit of a nonny, but yeah. I'm sure Brad could turn it into a winner. So in three hours and 24 minutes, time will work out what Charlottetown went for on the English online. Jeez, did, was I holding a crystal ball in here three weeks ago, wasn't so I? So you didn't know that? No. Nah, there was no, nothing had been entered in the catalogue at that stage. So with the money that my bold boys made, mm. have you put in a bid? Oh, what's the current bid at? Sorry, I just missed that. Did you say the, the price? I thought I saw Charlotte. I think it was at 80000 or something like that. Last night. time I looked, Charlotte, it was at $80. I'm just trying $80? to. $80? I have a right $80, but I don't know 80, about $80,000. Yeah. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> we could we could flip Bold Boy into Charlotte. Yes. Still $80,000, i am told. Still eighty thousand. Still eighty thousand. Is that in our yep. budget? Turn a foot budget. I we m- have a little. We might have there. to have a chat up. We might have to look at a syndicate after the show, perhaps, and uh, get Brad Davidson involved and see if we can turn it around. What do you think? Well, Davo should really put his. Um, but was Davo saying that he would he would he buy that horse, or was he just criticising Nash's racing tactics? I can't even remember what the argument was the about form, anymore. No, he, was, he wasn't happy with Nash's ride and the instructions <laughs> yeah. to Nash. He's... You know what the problem with poor old Davo, and I love Davo, but he's he sort of gets. How do I say this? Don't sit on the fence, He's an expert in everything, Davo. He's tweeting about the cricket No, that's what I mean. Davo, he's very confrontational with his um, delivery on Twitter. Mm. So when he's trying to debate a topic with someone on Twitter, I think he goes about it the wrong way in a way that he just um, uh, angers people and gets them frustrated. Mm. And then I don't think he means to do that. I look at that My from old cop, Dave. I look at that from another and angle. And I like Dave. I think I'll I'll, ta- I'll play devil's advocate there. He's he's very strong minded. Has a very strong opinion. Correct. And, and when you back yourself in like that, and you're a form analyst, and you're tipping everything on a Saturday, Correct. You need to have that about you, mate. But you don't have to go and argue with every second person. <laughs> but what? That's the whole. That's the whole premise of Twitter, that's isn't it? Twitter. I've just gone to his Twitter now, and he's calling for David Warner to never play for a show <laughs> oh, ever again. So, <laughs> <laughs> Dave doesn't miss old David. Oh, <laughs> old Dave. Yeah. We need to get Darren Flindell on the show because he's um, he's. Like, I think he works for Sky Racing. There's no doubt about that. But I think he can come on the show. I asked him the other day when I when I caught up with him in Sydney, I think he's an entertainer, Darren Flindell. Mm. And I think he likes to um, compete a little bit with Davo when it comes to trying to, to tip, tip horses. I like that. And a nice little name drop in there by yep. you too. I caught up with him for lunch or dinner. Well, Darren Flindell's no... Um, it's a name drop. Cristiano Ronaldo or anything like that. <laughs> it's a name drop. He's a bloody race caller in Sydney. Yeah, one of the best. Yes. 8.38, we'll take a break and we'll come back with plenty more. This is Giddy Up and Turn of Foot this Wednesday morning. Great, great song. The music's lifted here. It has. The past couple of weeks. It's had like, the, that's, that's, that, that reminds me of this segment. I have to go by my own a fair bit. Had the darkness 
into Whitesnake today. There's yeah, been some absolute classics. Now, we came up with a brilliant idea. Who, whose idea was this regarding our list for the most five most powerful people in racing? Influential, yeah. Well, footy, well, footy will claim well, it. Powerful, no, influential. It, it's actually, it was actually all me. It was honest. actually Hugh, Hugh Fitzpatrick. I'll, yeah. I'll give the mute some credit when he uh, deserves <laughs> it. It was inspired by Ash Brown, our own, who does a does a list every year mm. before the footy season starts. He goes, the yep. 50 most influential people in the AFL. So I thought, gee... You and I would get to the task and have a crack at doing the top five most okay. influential people in racing. Yeah. In Australia racing. Boys, I, I bought a note from home. I actually didn't do my homework this week and I haven't put one together. You know why? Because so, you're too scared to upset anyone. So 100%. I'm, I'm just going to sit here and pick the eyes out of yours. Is All right. You go fair? first, Huey. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Right. Number one. This isn't clear. Hang on, hang on. Whoa. So. Do you want to go five to one? Mate, that's the only way you do a countdown. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Splinters over there, and now he's fired Who up. Who wants to hear your number five after you've given one, two, three, and four? Right, here we go. Good foot. God. Right, Jamie mate. Carr, number five. Jamie Carr. 100%. She's just taking off the jockey world, inspiring the youth, and she's just an absolute yep. queen. Number four, James Cummings and mm-hmm. the Sheik. Godolphin are just dominating. They've got the best two-year-olds, three-year-olds, four-year-olds, best horse in the country. Has to be in there. Number three. Now, this is a bit of a rogue one. Not a rogue one, but one that surprised me when I came across it. It's Gay Waterhouse. So you surprised yourself. Always do. I always <laughs> surprise myself. He's selling this. Gay Waterhouse, 100%. She's number three. She's just been in the game for years, and she's just an absolute yes. queen. So we've got, so we got two queens in the top five, yeah. just yeah. to clarify. Now, I've gone to the wagering area. Maddie Tripp, he gets okay. in there. He's just okay. taken over with better and so. And number one, PVL. He just owns racing okay. in Australia. So that's number one. All right. Do you want to run through that again? Five car, four Cummings, three Waterhouse, two trip. Number one. So P-B-L. no Chris Waller or Kieran, no Kieran Ma. No, yes. mate. Don't be silly. Producer Jackson France said you shouldn't let the intern do the list. I thought that's a little bit harsh. <laughs> Jacko. Jacko. So <laughs> I thought the list was, I actually really liked the list. I did, I Are they the I, most powerful people, however, in racing? Well, Hasn't Vin Cox got more power than James Cummings? I, I think the, the sales team could have got together and put a bit more of a pitch together. Yeah. Uh, but I love the five, Huey, and, yep. and I love that you're talking, and I love that you've got input <laughs> Return on serve, G. Return serve. So number f- number five, was a, this was a t- toss-up for mine. Like, I had Kiramar down there, but after having... No honourable mentions, thanks. That's top five. All right, so having a look at the numbers there the other day and talking about turning the needle, John O'Neill and Wayne Hawks, oh. they have to be in the top five. They are the most controversial, opinionated individuals in racing these days on Giddy Up um, with the means test each and every Monday from 10 o'clock. So they make my top five. So you've so you've put in two people that come on your show Correct. over the empire that is Kieran Maher racing. But Kieran, like when... When um, Johnny O'Neill is one of the most influential owners he in the is. game, and Wayne Hawks that. is a multiple Group One winning trainer, outspoken, and I've had like when they when these two talk, a lot of the big administrators they're listening mm-hmm. um, because they got a lot of pull in the game. They, they got, come like a they got skin in the game. That's fair. See, Huey, yep. that's that, Huey. That's a sales pitch. Mm. Yeah, right there. So the two two blokes coming to one one, on one person like is that like a package deal Hawks and O'Neill? Yeah, so is... they're top five. Anyway, so number four, um, Matty Tripp. Now he's with Bed R, and they are trying to make a couple of splashes in the 
the wagering landscape in this country. They teamed up with the Murdochs, um, and he's been there, done that. He's got the runs on the board. And I think when anyone talks about um, how to have success in the gambling game in this country, Matty Tripp, they go to, or he's the first person that people think of. So Matty Tripp, number four, and he's back in this 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 game when it comes to, to wagering in this country. So he's definitely number four. Number three is Lewis Martin. He's the boss of Channel 7. I think he's got a lot of power in racing because he dictates – um, the contracts with the media rights and he with, with Racing Victoria and Racing New South Wales, sometimes Racing Queensland, um, he can put us on Channel 7 or 7.2 and uh, um, it's a free-to-air network and he is what he's doing to promote the game of racing. So he's very important, Lewis Martin. Mm-hmm. Anthony Carbines is the racing minister here in Victoria the joint venture will be one of the biggest ever decisions by any government when it comes to the future of racing in the history of this wonderful country. Um, and they're the first country to go down a different joint venture with the land, um, wagering landscape, usually with TAB, who have dominated, of course, um, with the, the green buildings everywhere, especially with retail. So that'll be fascinating to see how that plays out. And, of course, one is Peter Volandis. So there you go. Got a few texts coming in. 100% agree with Gay Waterhouse, Huey. Great call. Thank now you. you're making them Thank up. Thank you, Tommy from Dad. And <laughs> they're, they're not on the text <laughs> messages. He'll, he'll send you a, a little, send you out to Blue Diamond Day on Saturday. Thank so you, So one of the worst top fives I've ever heard. Um, no name. The umpire knows how to count down. Don't even question that. <laughs> um, in the Congo. Gags. Yeah. There's a birchip joke from Shovel. He's one of the great farmers out there in... In the Riverina of New South Wales, I think. I've got one for today. 10K, 10K challenge. Um, sale race four, number one, duel to win into sale race six, number two. Something you don't have, Huey. Social conscious, yeah. conscience to place in an all up. Um, it's around $2.40. 100%. So send us a text, 0499 yep. Your five most influential people and, in race. And you've got a question coming up. A couple of the prizes we're giving away. We need to take a break and we'll come back and we'll wrap up Turn of Foot on the Giddy Up this Wednesday. Welcome back to Giddy Up. This is Turn of Foot. What caught my eye as well that Andy Marr broke that story with Ange Podstakoglu there yesterday that he's moving from Celtic going to the EPL. There's a strong possibility. Mm. I was listening to Andy and Gaze yesterday, top class radio, loved them. And that was. That was a big breaking story on SEN 1116. And that's why we're the number one sports radio station in the land. In fact, in the world. Here, here. Yep. Um, you've got the trivia question. Do you want me to read you it? You read it out, G. All right, then. Who were the previous two trainers of Alligator Blood? So he had two trainers before he came to Waterhouse and Bot. I think I've even stumped Jacko France here. Our, our illustrious producer who tells me he knows everything. <laughs> he Takes is, a lot to he is shaking his head yeah. saying, no way. Yep. Yeah. Um, so all right send us then. a text, 0499 736 736. And the package includes 9 o'clock breakfast and a few early pots at the Emerald Hotel. 10 a.m., bus departs. The pots aren't included. You've got to buy the pots. I did say it's, it's, it's valued at it's valued at $460. bucks. <laughs> so the bus will leave the Emerald Hotel yeah. at 10 o'clock into Sandown, and then 6 o'clock it will leave Sandown back to the Emerald Cocktail and some finger food on the Emerald. Best pub in the business, 100%. A lot of constructive feedback that we're getting from my top five. Have a spell. G. Wayne Hawks just riding the coattails of his father, not a group one trainer. <laughs> I've worked, I've seen W. Hawks work closely with the horses and at the sales. Um, he is, um, 
a very important part to the success of Team Hawks. I have to disagree with that. I probably thought about that. I thought I probably thought that before I went into the inner sanctum the other day for a learning experience. Now I, I strongly disagree with that, listener. Um, continue, continue feedback for you, um, Hugh. Clearly one of the worst top fives I've ever heard. Oh. Huey, shush. Um, and there's no, you made that, you made that text message up. Give Lies. yourself a pat on the back. Unbelievable. Lies. Now we need a winner. Yep. Who's the, who's the footy fill up on this Wednesday? Yeah, we've got three plays today, boys. I'm getting involved in it because it's Launceston Cup Day and proud Tasmanian. You better have you're a not look from down Lon- there. You're not from Launceston. I'm from Hobart and it's, believe it or not, the yeah. same state. Correct. You hate each other, but don't yeah, you? Yeah, we do. Launceston is... It's actually a geographical hole. You actually drive into Launceston, down, and then drive back out. That's, that's a bit harsh, isn't that's it? That's geography, mate. That's a fact. But uh, anyway, uh, so where's the over- rules? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can you can you get that on the video so we can play that? And yeah, when, and when perfect. footy goes to umpire a match this year in Launceston, oh, I love if, the ground. If you aren't throwing Ooh. pies at him, then it's... I love the ground. Oh, here we go. God's um, carpet. Uh, he yes. wins. Oh, sorry. So. Well, let's talk about Launceston first because yep. I've mentioned it, and that's uh, the cup in race eight, siding with number three, Aurora Symphony. So shooting for two Launceston Cups in a row and won his second Colac Cup uh, 12 days ago as well. So following that same uh, preparation as last year, we'll take plenty from that run, just drawn one here at Launceston on the uh, on the hamster wheel there at Mowbray, and we'll get a beautiful spot in behind the speed and, uh, yeah, the, the other horses there are backing up from last week's Hobart Cup, and I just like his different form line. So Aurora Symphony, I think it's around that $4.85 quote on Bet 365. Uh, heading to sale as well today, race five, number six, Rio Yuki. This is my best bet today. She's just better than these. Uh, her last start was on Australia Day at Sandown in 70 grade. Um, she SP 370 there, was ridden too warm, ridden upside down. It's just not her go. Finds herself here in a midweek 64 with very little speed and, and she can get through her gears well and finish over the top. She's at $2.70. And then I'm heading to Warwick Farm as well. So three states for me today. Uh, Warwick Farm race six, number five, Aravine, who was formerly with Caroline Jennings now with Team Hawks, and okay. she's a mare that will get better over further, but finds a very winnable race here on Rain Affected Going, uh, gets in light with the Lloyd claim. So I like Aravine. I think this race has been heavily affected by scratching, so um, was five bucks. Might want to just grab a price on that. Uh, Two ninety now, Aravine. I totally agree with you with Ryuki. It's the best play of the day at um, sale this afternoon. What about Easterly? For Price and Kent Jr., mm. I like its chances as well. Um, don't get me started. If you were teasing umpires, I literally cannot help myself. Love you, footy. There you go. That's from Braden, a big fan. Braden, Braden. Yeah. Jeez, that's um, that's rare. Just, just Braden. A heads up. The, the text line is about five percent good for me and ninety five percent negative. So no, I, I, think I love it's all, that. There's a lot of love for you on this really? show on Giddy Up. We purposely don't put a text line in front of me over here because it's demoralizing. <laughs> so Huey takes the Huey takes the desk top over there and Gareth's got one as no, well. Huey hasn't got a text line. <laughs> he, <laughs> he just he, makes them up. He's making them up. <laughs> he's doing what Tags does. Tom from Dingley. Yeah. Hey, quickly. I, I apologize. My computer's a little bit different with the text messages. So there's been a host of entries. Um, I haven't tracked them properly. So who, who I've wins? got the winner, Lockie. He's winning Tom Billy and David Van Dyke. So I'll get in touch with you, Lockie. Unreal, brother. We're only giving one away. 
Give two away and then you can give the next half of yours. You've got two more hours left. You've got another two to give away, G-Hall. All right, then. Hey, thanks, footy. Hey, we've got to thanks. go to Launceston next year. Really? Yeah, for Launceston Cup. Can't wait. We'll get a Rex thanks, in. Thanks, Huey. Cheers, boys. Um, it's nearly nine o'clock and it's news time. After this, it's Bag of Tips, thanks to Was Equipment Rentals.